Hi guys, Amy here. I'm back for series two of my podcast, The Boring Shit You Need to Know About Business. In series two, I'm so excited to bring you more business owners and conversation to challenge the way we do things in business. In today's episode, Sarah King, the owner of two amazing beauty business brands here in Australia. The first, Husk Beauty Bar, your go-to beauty bar in Diamond Creek, Victoria, that caters to all of your beauty needs. And she's one half of the duo that's behind the Australian skincare brand, Marley Skincare. Sarah stopped by to chat about how knowing more about her financial information has impacted how she runs her businesses. Hey, Sarah, thanks for taking a moment from your busy life to have a chat. Hi, Amy. Thanks for having me today. I'd love to hear a little more about your business story to start off. How'd you get started? Yeah, okay. So I left high school. I finished my VCE and didn't really want to go on to uni or anything. And I always loved beauty. I always tinkered with, you know, doing nails, doing my girlfriend's eyebrows, plucking them on the kitchen table and (laughs) stuff. So I I was really fascinated with it early on and then thought, why not? And from there, yeah, I went and did my beauty course and worked at numerous, you know, big and small beauty salons and day spas and things. And then just had this need for something more. I just was not satisfied working for someone else. So then I went and opened a salon, um, which was in Diamond Creek. And yeah, the rest is kind of history. It's been... So you leaped straight into your own salon from nothing, no home business, nothing like that? No, I had worked in um, a hairdresser's. I'd rented a space early on after school and I really loved it, but it was just that hairdressing you know, wasn't as pampering and, you know, nice Mm. with the hairdryers going constantly (laughs) in the background and just wanted something bigger and, you know, something a bit more. So, yeah, we found a a site and I'm a big believer in, you know, the universe looking after you and we looked in the window at this site that was for lease and there was already partially a beauty salon in there that had closed. So, yeah, so it was kind of meant to be. I felt like (laughs) renovated and branded and yeah we're 20 years on and (laughs) going strong that's amazing wow go big or go home really is that yeah (laughs) not many people leave that quickly I think you know growing up my parents always had their own businesses so I'd always seen you know my mum and dad working hard in their own businesses and stuff so I think Mm. that was a really good you know start you know seeing that and having that to want to strive to did it give you comfort as well, like in terms of the fact that if you do work hard, the results are there? Yeah, definitely. I think to just the support, you know, having yeah. them have my back the whole time. Yeah, and have someone to go to, I guess, and be able to flush out ideas and and feel as though you could you could ask them questions because being in business is hard for sure. So tell me about Marley. So Marley is relatively new. So Marley is very new that we launched that sort of on the back of COVID. We had been, it had been in the pipeline for, you know, every year and we'd been umming and ahhing and when do we launch and then COVID hit and we just thought, you know, what's a better time? I had the time on my hands having the salon closed services yeah so we just kind of bit the bullet and (laughs) and did it and it's it's been really great we've had a really great reception and you know lots of people are seeing great results out of it which is you know the whole reason behind the brand and aiming at busy women you know that don't want complex skincare routines 
Yeah. I use part of your brand, part of your uh, products and I think they're amazing. Absolutely yeah, love them. <laughs> and they're simple to use. I'm not, I'm not big on complication as you know. So <laughs> for me, it certainly works. Uh, so tell That's me. Born, you know, she, it, it was, you know, coming off lots of conversations with clients and things, you know, and they were always, you know, saying to me things like, you know, oh, that's too many products or that's complicated. Oh, I've, I bought four products two months ago. I've never used them because I don't know where to put them. Or... <laughs> so those conversations really sort of inspired me to, to get moving with Marley and, and help that busy woman, you know. Yeah, <laughs> get what she sure. Needs, but in that, you know, small, small um, range of products. For sure. I think it's, I think it's great. So running two businesses though. So to go from, and obviously COVID was, was the catalyst for you going, okay, well, there's no time like the present to launch something new. And I guess it doesn't surprise me given your business acumen and, you know, your spirit for being in business and wanting to just work hard and make everything go well. So having two businesses, tell me what that's like to be able to manage. Most of the time it's a good juggle. <laughs> but as I said before, you know, our salon's closed at the moment in Melbourne and we, you know, other than a few behind the scenes sort of stuff, that's really sitting dormant. And so I've had the time to put into Mali. So I'm hoping that, you know, being super organised and getting, you know, all the marketing stuff together and being well planned, that will help me. <laughs> <laughs> going to be the key it's going to be the key and you run a over christmas when it's like ridiculously <laughs> crazy in both of them <laughs> well that'll be a good thing that's definitely yeah. a good thing well whilst we're on good things let's talk a little bit about financials boring shit i know it is and it's no surprise that you hated it when we first <laughs> started <laughs> well not hated it it was just probably one of those bugbears what no you're not your thing. Um, before we launch into that, were there anything else, any other elements of being in business that just wasn't your thing and that you changed that around in terms of just learning yeah. about it? I think, you know, when I first started out, I just was so passionate about beauty that business was kind of an afterthought. Oh, that will mm. just work because I don't know. That's, isn't that how it works? <laughs> <laughs> you're not alone you're in that thinking. Yeah. So it wasn't until I sort of went, okay, I'm working my butt off here and not really getting the results that I wanted. I needed to look outside of that. So yeah, that's kind of when I was searching for someone like you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. If you'd said to me 18 months ago, you know, do you know your numbers? Well, I probably did say to you, I don't know them at all. <laughs> <laughs> but, but you obviously had the support behind you. Not, we're not talking about your parents at the this point in time we're talking about you had the right people in place you had an accountant I'm assuming you've got an accountant in place I was good at outsourcing I am good at what I do and I'm not afraid to say that I'm not good Mm. at a lot of things (laughs) so yeah I always find really good people to help me so yeah you know book work accountants some aspects of the marketing you know I'd go and learn how to do stuff from I think that's really important in growing a business is making sure that you you can outsource not always use the motto you know you can do anything not everything yeah and I try to you know I have that written on my wall because I feel like sometimes I do try to do everything <laughs> 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 it's just not possible and also just time too. you know being a mum I want to you know utilize my time well so if it takes me two hours to do something or it takes someone 10 minutes to do it 
um, I would rather get them and pay them to do it than yeah. waste my two hours where I could be utilizing doing something that I'm good at. Okay, so on that, and, and a lot of people do outsource, especially their financial aspects, because they just can't be bothered and throw their hands up and like don't understand. And I'm not saying that you couldn't be bothered, but like you said, you, you call upon the people that you know are going to be the most effective for your business. So what, why would you then go on and want to learn yourself when you do have some key people that are doing that for you? Okay, so I two years ago, I had to have some pretty major surgery on my shoulder and that kind of made me go, okay, my body's starting to shut down. Maybe I can't be on the floor all the time and it made me think maybe I should step away and actually start working on this business rather than just in it. Mm-hmm. So that was kind of my turning point when I went, okay, I, I think I want to start learning these bits and pieces so then I can evolve the business and grow it and scale it to something bigger and hopefully huge. (laughs) (laughs) So tell me about that journey. I know we've done a lot of that together, but tell me how it is from your end in terms of what you've gotten out of it, how that may or may not have changed the way you run your business. Those. Yeah. Okay. Well, it really, it's totally opened my eyes to a lot of things, a lot of aspects of my business that I never really thought of, you know, right down to creating a promotion, you know, if it's going to be a success or, and how to measure that. Also, what money I've spent on it, am I going to recoup that in the sales, stuff like that. Whereas before it was just, oh gosh, you know, it's a quiet week, let's just throw a sale together. So rather than that fly by the seat of my pants, kind of attitude and now I can strategize and and work out what's going to be best and if it's going to be worthwhile running that campaign or not. So that's been the biggest takeaway I think for me and just being able to use those numbers really well to decide whether I go ahead or hold back or because before I just go ahead, let's do this. (laughs) (laughs) It's the best way to run a business sometimes. (laughs) Get shit done. Yeah, that's it. So was there anything in particular that you set out to learn but then uncovered something completely different? No, I just really wanted to get to know my business a bit more, a bit more intimately and and know exactly where I was heading because I just felt like I kind of plateaued, you know, I'd been in business for a long time and just nothing was, it was going fine, but it just wasn't being amazing or plateau. So I think that that definitely helped unveil some areas that I was not doing great in, (laughs) that I thought I was doing great in. (laughs) I think often we find ourselves, especially when we're, when things are humming along nicely, when the business feels self-sufficient, we find ourselves just wanting to continue that path and I, I guess extending sorry because it's safe yeah it's safe it's like okay well I'm used to this now let's just stay in this spot yeah and I guess if you feel as though if nothing's broke don't fix it kind mm-hmm. of scenario uh, we can go along like that for a while so I'm curious to know have you seen any significant changes from your understanding like the growth that you've seen or you know have things changed completely or significantly in your business i think in regards to numbers yeah in relation to even just the decisions that you're now making you know you you talked about a little bit about wanting to step away from the business 
do you feel better and more complete? Yeah. Do you... I feel like I'm, I'm in control again. You know, I yeah. feel like that's, you know, I'm not just slugging away, servicing clients and just hour after hour on the tools. Yeah, I feel like a day's work now is really satisfying because I can go, okay, well, I didn't bring in any money as such, but I created this amazing promotion or I, you know, I built a new website or, you know, <laughs> um, yeah, I, I think, you know, that side of it, I definitely have seen a difference in it. Yeah. And see some benefits in all of that because it's all connected in the end. You know, there's, there's a flow on effect. I find when you do something significant, like build a new website and then have, that humming along nicely to then be able to connect with your clients in a different way. And that then brings in revenue and it, it ca- kind of catapults. Yeah. It snowballs from there. Yeah. yeah. So Husk is humming along nicely, which is great. You know, you've been in lockdown. Has knowing your numbers been able to substantiate some of the funding that you've been able to receive from the government and has it changed the way you would have handled that funding this time around, knowing your numbers, knowing what impact that could have and being able to manage that excess of funds in your business? Yeah, definitely. I, I think it's helped me greatly, actually, even just looking into that future. You know, as I said before, I'm a, I was a bit of a fly by the seat of my pants kind of gal. And <laughs> <laughs> if anything came in, I'm like, yes, let's get that. Whereas now I'm, you know, I'm forecasting, you know, what December is going to look like in January and, you know, it's, if it's going to be quite like our normal January, you know, we need to make sure that we've got funds put aside for that. And so, yeah, I definitely think knowing these numbers and, and using those tools that you've been giving me has helped amazingly and will help me get through this horrendous time yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and come out the other side stronger. It's yeah. definitely been a big asset. It's good to hear that because as much as there's been so much negativity around small business not getting too much from the government, to be able to hear that you've been able to turn lemons into lemonade from what they've been able, you know, you've got no organic or not not much organic income coming in because you've had to shut down your services, but you still identified that what the government is providing you can still be a real valuable source of financial security going forward for your business. Yeah, that's, definitely. Yes. Yeah, and I think that's that's significant. So many people have I think a lot of business owners have missed that point in trying to just scurry to to stockpile money. They're not really thinking about the investment going forward. So yeah. oh look at you. I'm so <laughs> <interested>. <laughs> you could have done it without you. <laughs> Yes, you could have. So let's let's move let's move to Marley now because Marley's obviously a, a different ball game. You, like I said, you're one part of a duo with your partner Pete, and the two of you complement each other so well in the business. So tell me a little bit about your strategy there from a financial perspective because it is quite new and you're looking at things differently than you would have when you started Husk because yeah. whilst the passion's still there that you talked about with Husk you've now got all this business knowledge, not just in financials, but in marketing and growth. Tell me a little bit about that. Yeah, so I think we've taken a real different approach with Marley. And again, it's been from years of knowledge and there are mistakes. (laughs) (laughs) At least we're learning from them. But yeah, I think 
also being an online based business as well it's very different to that bricks and mortar so our overheads are definitely a lot less and and things so as far as strategy goes you know we we've implemented benchmarks and things so that when we hit those benchmarks then we can do reorders and definitely helps keep things chugging along and our suppliers are uh, you know, a bit sort of slow on getting their products to us. So we need to be really organised when we are ordering to make sure that we don't run out of stock. But yeah, financially, we just got lots of spreadsheets, <laughs> <laughs> which it's very good at. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, we just keep, you know, communication open and make sure that we're all on the same page and heading in the same direction. Yeah. I think that's important too with a business yeah. partnership for sure. Yeah. Oh, that's exciting. So, so exciting <laughs> for you. Uh, I guess my next question to you is a lot of people feel as though they get a little bit overwhelmed, especially when they're learning something new, whether it be financials, or whether it be, I know for me, any give me any online software and I freak right out, <laughs> but I want to know all about it. Like I really do yeah. want to know all about it. Do you feel any weight at all or is it actually a little bit more freeing? Um, it's definitely more freeing. I am a bit of a list writer. So I have a million lists going for different things. <laughs> I have a home list, I have a shopping list, I have a Marley list, I ask <laughs> So, um, yeah, I definitely think having, you know, the knowing these numbers and having these strategies has helped tenfold because I can prioritise my things and be more organised. Yeah, I have my my three main objectives for the day and make sure that I (laughs) nail them and anything else is a bonus. (laughs) Oh, that's awesome. I need some clarity like that. That's awesome. Oh, I have to. Otherwise, it does. It overwhelms like too much and then I don't sleep. And yeah, I need to write, get everything out of my brain. (laughs) So I write everything down and then um, then go from there. So some days, you know, are better than others. I'm not great all the time. Definitely Mm. there's a form of overwhelm in there. Um, some days but yeah I think just being organized and making sure that you are you know using those tools to free yourself (laughs) (laughs) the reason I guess the reason why I asked that question is when we first started some work around things like cash flow and being able to identify various components in your business from a financial perspective your first reaction to me (laughs) was Too much, like as in, as in, you know, you hadn't looked at things differently. There seemed to be some sneaky things in there that you hadn't yet encountered. Do you feel as overwhelmed anymore or do you find that that's a bit more powerful, the knowledge that comes from just being honest and opening your eyes and going, not being afraid of it anymore? Definitely more powerful, definitely. Yeah, it, it's, yeah 100%. I... <laughs> I <was laughs> <laughs> and I think too that was you know my defense mechanism as well you know I would I love doing beauty that was my thing and I would just say well I don't know anything about it so you know I just yeah. put my blinkers on and go back to what I know best so yeah that it definitely has opened my eyes to just a whole new world of owning a business and making sure that it succeeds is there anything else on your list of things that you want to fill the gap on whether it be financial or anything else that you want to learn more about business oh i'm always open to learning more about business <laughs> <laughs> that's think, amazing you know, that's a taste of it i really yeah. i really enjoy that side of it now you know i never thought i i would love not being in the salon but mm. i'm really embracing it and 
yeah, just loving the knowledge. Like I think lockdown, as tough as it has been, the one good thing that I've taken out of it is that I've pushed myself to learn more, you know, learn, learn more about creating a website and learn more about, you know, just pushing my boundaries a bit more. And <laughs> in the last, well, we, once we come out of lockdown this um, time around, we would have been shut for 25 weeks. No so, way. Um, I'm pretty proud to say that I actually got something out of that rather than just watch Netflix and eat junk food on the couch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, then you're missing out. You're missing out completely. <laughs> I'm not saying I didn't do that. I'm saying it wasn't my focus. <laughs> <laughs> wow, 25 weeks. God, I didn't realise it was such. Happy, yeah, nearly, yeah. Long, but it's good to see that you're still energetic about it. It's like so many people yeah. are dragging their feet over those sorts of numbers. If we talk numbers, 25 weeks, it's like you know, it is a bit harrowing and it was a bit nerve wracking at the beginning because we were so unsure about so many things. But yeah, it seems I love your positivity and, and moving forward and feeling confident when you open up. And don't get me wrong, it hasn't always been, no. <laughs> I've had some pretty dark weeks in there. <laughs> <laughs> but you're coming out like the the result of it all with the dark weeks because you've got to learn from those yeah. those feelings as well and we're all going to go through them yeah, yeah. You, you're coming out ready to go and that's testament I think to all the pieces of the puzzle you you looking at it positively throughout being able to upskill being able to use what funding you had available to you in a really positive way what time you had available to you know, tweak things in your business and then just come out really positive in the end. I think that's awesome. Thank you. <laughs> Is there anything else you wanted to add at all? I think, you know, if anyone out there is thinking about, you know, doing your course, you, getting to know your numbers is like, bloody do it, people. Cause, oh, right, you're too it'll, kind. <laughs> it'll open your eyes up to a whole new world. It's, it's really helped me grow and scale my business and I can't thank you enough. Oh, thank you. I, well, yeah, thank you so much for just sharing that insight. I've certainly enjoyed this conversation. So thanks so much for being open and honest about it. Business is tough uh, and you're doing it twice over and running a busy household. So <laughs> inspiration. <laughs> well, yeah, there could be a yeah. bit of that too. But uh, thanks so much, Sarah. I really appreciate it. Thanks, Amy. Thanks for having me. And that's it, guys, for another episode of the boring shit you need to know about business. I'm Amy Bajada, and I'll see you next time.